You're listening to Soundbite, the podcast that's food for your ears. I'm Celine Roberts. This week, I went to the YMCA Homewood Garden to meet up with the garden program director, Hannah Mosca. She's teamed up with the Carnegie Museum of Natural History and Neighborhood Nest Watch Pittsburgh to help monitor urban bird populations and to get these winged beauties into YMCA gardens across the city. This week, you'll have to forgive me the exuberant background noise because we were joined by some young gardeners who helped this program to take flight. Lastly, you'll hear interspersed throughout the audio a bird call. That's a northern mockingbird, provided care of Matt Webb's bird calling device. Here we go. We're here with my friend Hannah Mosca. You've been invited to the YMCA garden in Rushton to do some bird banding. Yeah. So um, I'm the garden program director, which means that this is one of the uh, garden sites throughout the YMCA's across the city. And this is one of six gardens that I'm supporting this um, this summer, and there's another one um, out in the suburbs. But um, in, in the city, this is one of our larger gardens. This was started in 2011 um, with generous support from Heinz Endowments and Grow Pittsburgh um, uh, the next year took over and, and really built this garden to be what it is that we see today. Lots of raised beds, um, multiple fruit trees. We've got pears and apples and service berries. Um, and then lots of um, annual vegetable production also. So we've got multiple kinds of, I think we've got maybe 10 varieties of tomatoes growing in here. Um, lots of sweet and hot peppers, eggplants, um, many kinds of greens, all different kinds of food being grown here for the community here in Homewood um, and beyond. Um, but most of the food grown here gets sold in a couple of local farm stands, the Homewood Community Farmers Market. The intention with our gardens um, being located where in the neighborhoods that they are is to grow food for communities that have very serious food access issues. And Homewood is definitely one of those neighborhoods. It's a food desert. Um, there's a corner store here that sells a little bit of produce, but not much. And uh, so we're trying to increase the, the opportunity to access affordable and locally grown and organically grown produce to people who have um, severe food access issues. So Part of it is having kids out here and being able to pick the food themselves, and some of it is inco incorporating into meals that they're eating, and part of it is just being about being able to be in the space and learning. And that's what we're doing here this morning, is the summer camp kids um, who are here at the YMCA will come out, and we do this every at least every Friday morning. We're also doing um, education Thursday afternoon, so lots of kids in the garden this summer, and we'll do all different kinds of activities, but this morning we're doing bird band which is really exciting because we started these um, workshops in partnership with the Carnegie Museum and my friend Matt um, in the wintertime. So the kids have built uh, bird feeders, you can see over there, out of recycled materials. And so we've been attracting birds to the garden all since the middle of the winter. And we're doing that because birds are really great for the garden. They eat pests, and so the cabbage moths, uh, caterpillars that I'm trying to get rid of, the birds will actually eat those. I think a lot of times the image about birds and gardens is that you want to put up scarecrows and keep them away, but in fact, you know, birds are really both a great educational tool, a great chance for kids to learn about birds and learn about ecosystems and biodiversity, but also uh, because they will actually eat pests in the garden, and that's a big 
thing that we deal with in the garden is caterpillars and um, slugs and different things eating our things that we're trying to grow, the food that we're trying to grow. So the birds actually help with eating some of those pests and they're just really fun and beautiful to have in the garden. So there's, you know, a lot of different reasons. So we've been working really hard on attracting more birds to the garden and this this morning is sort of the uh, the culmination of all of those things. Actually getting to catch the birds, get, give the children the opportunity to actually see the birds up close, maybe get to touch a bird. Um, and I think that's all a really special experience for them. So. Yeah, and I mean, how excited were you to touch a bird this oh, morning? Oh, <laughs> well, I, like multiple times I squealed this morning about being able to hold it, getting to release it, getting to touch it, getting to see like the differences of birds up close. I mean, it's, it's really magical, so. I'm yeah. Excited. Yeah. I was telling this like this is better than watching football. Like there it's like all the same sort of feelings around sports, but it's about birds in the garden and it's awesome. <laughs> I'm excited that you all are back. So this is our second How many of you are returning for your second week of camp? I see lots of the same faces. Yeah, awesome. So Yeah. So this morning we're doing something extra special. This morning we have, as you can see, there's a lot more people in the garden, right? Does anyone know what they're here to do? No. Huh? To interview? That's what Miss Celine is doing. Yep. What about else? Anyone else know? To plant plants. To plant plants. No, we're actually doing something not exactly plant related today. We're focusing all on birds. Yeah, so we're learning all about birds. Can I have everyone's eyes on me? Thank you. Yeah, so we're learning all about birds today. So if you guys look around the garden, do you see anything that was not here last time you were here? Birdie. The wire bird. Yeah, so that's actually not wire, it's net. So we've got those nets set up, and Mr. Matt and Mr. John here from the Carnegie Museum are here to help us learn about birds. Yeah, so birds are gonna get caught in that net and then we're gonna learn about the different birds. So, the, and Mr. Matt will tell us exactly what we're trying to learn about. But the net, will we can get up closer to, there's a net over here that we can see up close. If we're over there, they probably won't go into the net. But do you see that bag that Mr. Matt is holding? Yeah. What do you think? Birdie. Birdie. Yeah, so we're going to get to see a bird up close. How many of you have ever seen a bird up close? Me. He couldn't touch the bird. How many of you have ever touched a bird? Me. What? You've all touched birds? I didn't. I Alrighty, well for any of you who have never touched a bird, like me, I did the first time this morning. It was very exciting. So Mr. Matt's going to teach us all about, this is a house sparrow. Can you all say a house sparrow? It's a bird. A bird. A bird. Let's all give Mr. Matt our, all of our attention, okay? So let's all keep our mouths quiet as Mr. Matt teaches us about the bird. My name is Matt Webb. I'm the Urban Bird Conservation Coordinator for the Carnegie Museum of Natural History. And I am working with one of our partners, the National Aviary, on a project called the Neighborhood Nest Watch. And it's a project that the Smithsonian Institution started um, probably about 15 years ago. 
and we brought to Pittsburgh four years ago. So this is the fourth year of the Pittsburgh um, hub of, of neighborhood nest watch through the National Aviary. And so we are, we've got three nets set up in the YMCA garden here and we're trying, we've got a feeding station over here where all the birds are coming in. We've got the nets sort of around the feeder and we're trying to catch the birds so that we can band and color band the birds so that we can identify the individuals. Um, the kids will come out here into the garden and see the cardinals that we banded or the mockingbird or the robins that we put the color, color bands on and they'll know those individual birds and they'll be able to watch those throughout the next year or the next years and find out how long those individuals live and how long they survive. The Neighborhood Nest Watch project here in Pittsburgh, we have over 150 sites that we go to. Most of them are uh, people's backyards. When we sort of group all of the data from all of these different sites, we can get an idea of how well these particular species are surviving in Pittsburgh or in the Pittsburgh region. The project is um, set up to study the effects of urbanization on bird populations. And so when we catch and ban birds at a range of sites from rural to urban, um, we, can, we can learn about how... <laughs> there it goes one. Right in the net. <laughs> we can learn about how these bird populations are doing along that different, that gradient from rural to urban, learn sort of long-term how the urban, uh, urbanization affects these bird populations. So what we're doing is we're trying to catch birds so that we can band the birds, so we can put a band on the birds and take some measurements of the birds. But this is a house sparrow. It is actually a juvenile house sparrow, which means it's a baby. It was just born this summer. Just born this summer. We don't know if it's a male or female yet. I can't even see you. I'll bring it over there in a second. So, I'm going to put this band on the bird right here. We put it on its leg. Yeah, it's a little bracelet. It's a little bracelet or a wrist, uh, wrist watch. So you can see it's on its leg now. There's this pink band. Okay. And then there's other information that we collect about the bird. We, Are you sure we, you're not choking it right now? Nope, I'm not. I'm just holding it in a way that he won't escape from me. I use this ruler here and I measure how long its wing is. It's 72 millimeters. And then I measure the tail. It's 51 millimeters. And then we weigh the bird as well. This is the best part. So the age is hatchier, unknown sex. And so, in order to weigh the bird, if I were just to put it down on my scale, it would fly off immediately and I wouldn't get a weight. And so I have to keep it calm or keep it still for a second. So I put him in this pill bottle and I set him on there. It's 27.0 grams. And then I pull him back out and he's ready to go. He flew into the into the net over there. So he's ready to go. We took all of the things, all the measurements we needed. 
So I'm going to bring him around and you guys can take a look at him up close and see the band that we put on, okay? He's defending himself. You see the little band on his leg? And it's loose on there, just like a wristwatch or just like a bracelet. Everyone, everyone will be able to see you. Just take your turn. This That's a baby, a baby yeah. yeah. So watch, I'm going to let him go and he's just going to fly away. A producer's note. I'll leave you with a youthful voice of wisdom for curious humans everywhere. Remember. Put him down! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I just really gotta touch everything.